Keeping It Real with Tanya and Nettie. Welcome back to all those who have um, been listening or following us already and welcome to all those new people who have just found us. Um, before we go into what our topic is today, we've had some exciting change to our, um, <laughs> our dynamic our, <laughs> our status. Tanya, what has happened? What has changed since we last did a podcast? Well, um, for those just joining us, Nettie and I met in a circle and um, we didn't know each other. We barely talked and we just, we started talking a little bit about um, mediumship and, and spirituality. We started realizing that we really saw things the same way. And she had already, I'm in Canada and she's in Australia. She had already before meeting me had a trip planned that's to Canada and landing about 45 minutes away from where I live. So we got to meet and we hung out and we had drinks and we met her family and she met my family. And, and then she put us up for a couple of nights. So we yeah. really got to yeah live each other's yeah, lives. It was awesome. It was awesome. And um, the first night that the first night that we went, we went out for dinner. My my partner Kevin kept shushing me because I was so excited. He's like, You're talking so loud. <laughs> like, stop it. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Yeah. And I mean, we're all very different. We're, we're different. And, and, you know, we have different lives, but like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. And I think what the difference was meeting in person compared to meeting uh, and also being part of your life was realizing the things that are so similar and the things that are so different and that people can have the same sort of, um, kind of purpose in life for part of what their life is even though they're actually quite different in a lot of their things I think our core values really are very very similar and yes. I think that's what makes um makes us work so well and especially in the world of spirituality we're, we're on the same page of, of where we're going for, for probably 90 percent of it and that's um you know and also similar abilities so um although our abilities are different we've got uh, very similar sort of level and I think that connection for us too means that we're both bringing to the table a similar knowledge and a similar um, and, and, and similar experience. in the sense that um, for our abilities that they come fairly easily and yeah. we're, we're both very very grounded in it which I think um, is, is a nice little segue into what we were going to talk about today which is about um, living your life day to day in the real 3d logical world while using your intuition so you Nettie, had said that you you've had a couple people come speak to you about this so i'm just going to let you start yeah i mean this week since i've been back from canada for a week and i've caught up with quite a few people in that time and they're all talking about how can they um become more centered become more intuitive in their thoughts and you know, um, I had a message come through um, when when I got back about um, destination is going to be the same regardless. And it's just whether you actually pick up on the int- in your intuition to know what your path will be, whether it will be the long road, the short road or the medium roads in between and how hard that road will be. And I think that's the, the key thing with living to intuition is actually taking the moments to, to, to listen and but it's also to be ready to hear it so intuition can come in like lots of different angles and this is sort of what I'm saying to my friends you know Tanya and I are lucky that we can actually hear a lot of 
um, and, and see a lot of images. Now, not everybody gets yeah, that. Yeah, but honestly, like when I'm in the thick of something, I try to tune in and it's like crickets. Yeah. Y you know, because I, I don't think that I'm I'm also allowed to sort of get the messages. But anyway, sorry, I yeah. interrupted you. Uh, and in saying that, you know, one of the things in that message that came through that was emotions are very noisy. Um, and so it's very hard to hear over noise. Um, so it's hard to be in touch with your intuition when your world is either excitedly chaotic or chaotically chaotic. Um, and so whether it's a good or bad, it's actually that the harder or the more exciting it is, the harder it is to just be one with yourself and go, okay, what is that? Um, and also we're not necessarily wanting to hear the answer. And so we're waiting to hear the answer that we think we want. And I think that's yes. a key point. Um, you know, when, when I was speaking to one girlfriend, she said, oh, oh, I actually have been having this sign, but I don't want that direction. Yes. And I'm saying, okay, well, that's your choice. Like this is just a guide. Your intuition guides you, right? But I think ultimately you're going to end up there. So you can decide how hard this road is going to be. And either way is going to be hard, but you're going to decide whether you're going to listen pick, to those pick things. Your hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think also, you know, it's it's people talk about manifesting things, right? So they, they want to manifest a, a new career within two years. And that's fine. Put it out there. And there's a small chance that that might just happen on its own. But you have to actually take responsibility to actually get there. And the way to do that, the easiest way to do that successfully is to listen for those intuitive signs. So it might be like, um, you know, you, you want this new career and you want the career to be right for you. And you're thinking, oh, that's going to be a teacher. I want to be a teacher. And then all of a sudden you get a phone call from a friend. It's, oh, yeah, we, we've got this opening, at, you know, in our work and it's for an admin person. But um, we can't find anyone and I was thinking of you and you're like, oh, no, no, I've just manifested my perfect job for two years, so I'm not going to take that. Right? Little did you know that the person that, that owns a place, husband, is a principal of a school and you right? would have gone to there and then you would have met them and you would have got the teaching role. But instead you're like, no, 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 no. And it's like look for those little signs that pop up. You've just asked for a career change. They've presented a career change and you're like, no, 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 that's not the picture I wanted. Or you might take yep. the admin job and then find out that that job was absolutely perfect for you. And you didn't want to be a teacher after all. You just wanted a career change. Um, so, you know, that, that that's the intuitive things that you've got to that you've got to look for and not think that if you ask a question or put it out there, listen to it and maybe just step in that way, even if you think, oh, hang on. That's not what I was asking for. Then go into yourself, go into your gut and say, should I take this or should I not? So take a moment, you know, just take a moment to yeah. go, oh, what should I do? So, yeah. How do you think you use your uh, intuition daily, you know? like, um, So I think for me, I used to um, not trust myself. I didn't trust my decisions. I didn't trust sort of what I was getting. And so I would always sort of go to spirit or, or those type of things to try to get guidance. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I had to really learn. And it's not meditation. Like you, we've already talked about this. I don't meditate. However, where meditation can become a really good thing for people is 
in this type of situation, not necessarily to go into meditation to get the answer, but to learn how to bring yourself into that quieted space where you're out of your intellect and into your body. That's how I do it is I go sort of, oh, and I go, how does this feel? You know, do I feel sick? Do I feel energized? Do I feel excited? Do I feel scared? And even sometimes my intuition will be like, oh my God, that's so bad. But sometimes that's also the right choice Yeah, because it feels bad, but there's fear on top of it. So I think that it very much becomes this ability to slow down enough, get to know yourself enough to be able to discern um, sort of what your intuition is telling you. Um, I agree. The trust, like the word trust that you use is is a learning as well. Yeah. And another thing that I've learned is that, you know, just because I trust my intuition, let's just say I've got it down pat. And I think I do. That doesn't, I agree with what you're saying about emotions. You get emotions on top of something and it just becomes really difficult. Like um, my partner and I right now, we're going through a bit of a tough time and I've had to take um, quite a bit of time to really stop and reflect and, and be like, oh, wow, like I've screwed up in a number of ways, you know, because I wasn't always seeing him for who he is. I wasn't always loving him for who he is. And I was, um, how do I, how do I say it? I was seeing him not through the affair lens, but that's because it was always clouded by emotion. Yeah. You know, like we would be having communication issues, something would be happening and I'd be so frustrated and blah, 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 and and I would lose sight of those yeah. things. And, and, and that's not to say don't, not get angry. That's not to, because angry is for me, it's a message of where my boundaries have been crossed. And I'm like, hell no, this doesn't work for me. Right. Yeah. So I'm not saying that, but, but that's where sort of a meditation or something like that can kind of bring you down to be able to tune into that intuition. But my, what I was saying before that is that just because I follow my intuition doesn't mean it's always going to be sunshine and rainbows. No, sometimes your path is meant to be hard. Exactly. Like, yeah. 100%. And it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, like I remember back when I would make a choice and I would feel confident in my choice and then it would go to shit and I would be like, and I, and thank God I have lovely um, guides in that because I would yell at them. I'd be yeah. like, for fuck's sakes, <laughs> this was the right choice. It felt like the right choice. And it was complete crap. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I would just get so frustrated because I had this idea that I followed my intuition and I was just going to like the clouds were going to part and Jesus was going to sing hallelujah and everything was going to yeah. be hunky dory. And it just doesn't work like that because I think you know, kind of off point, but like suffering and not necessarily suffering, but going through difficult times is very important for our growth as human beings. The other thing that you talked about was manifesting. And I can't, it was Matt Kahn. Do you know Matt Kahn? M-A-T-T. No, I've been told about him by a few friends. They love him, but I don't, I don't really follow him. K-H-K-K-A-H-N. We can put a link to him he's lovely so he's a mystic or an intuitive whatever and he basically gets these downloads and he just shares these beautiful messages of love and whatever and I I can't remember where and if it was in one of his books or what but he talked about manifesting and he said people because 
as you know, we can look at things on the base level, 3D, 5D, 6D, 7D, like we can look at things from all different levels. On the 3D level, when somebody's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use your example, says, oh, I want to manifest this teaching job in two years. What he says is on the fifth dimension, that's actually your intuition knowing that a teaching job is coming up and preparing you for it. Yeah. Seeding. And which, seeding the idea. So 100%. That, yeah. Yeah. So we're not like all of this is already planned out. We're not yeah. actually as powerful as we think we are on this yeah. earth where, <laughs> you know, oh, I'm going to manifest these things. Well, if it shows up, it was meant to be there anyways. Yeah. And that was likely just your intuition, you know, kind of inviting that in. But what I say to clients a lot and what I do, because I've, I've shifted and changed so many times in my life, you know, and I've grown and I've leveled up and I've, I've done all of these different things and I've had crap times and I've had great times and, you know, almost I want to say like, I'm going to call it a level up, but all I mean is like a change in perspective, really. That's what a level yep. up is. And I would level up and all of a sudden certain things or situations or things that I used to be okay with, I wasn't okay with. And, and I mean, you've seen me party like right now I'm, I'm just like reliving my early twenties. It's just lovely yeah. <laughs> because I didn't do a lot of it. So now I'm like, screw it. Let's have a Correcting drink. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just letting it happen now. But anyways, as I would, as I would level up or go into these things, I would be like, you know, this used to resonate with me, but now it doesn't. Yeah. So I try very hard in life to not go about it blindly, to not go about it in a way where it's like, well, I'm going for lunch with Karen on Tuesday, because I always go for lunch with Karen on Tuesdays. I, I try to always go, do I still want to go for lunch with yeah. Karen on Tuesdays? And not just be unconscious. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. um, I, I was saying, you know, to a lot of people, to get another perspective on life, sometimes it's literally just sitting in a different chair at night when you come home, or putting your keys in another spot. And it's just so that you change your behavioural patterns in such a sm slow way that you actually get to see things. I mean, we travel a lot, and one of the things about travel is that you see new things right? And it brings new thoughts and new ideas into your mind because you're actually not seeing the same chair and the same walk and the same lunch with Karen and the same, you know, all those things actually, um, you know, almost condition you to like, this is what I am doing. And, yeah, and this you know, is who I am. Yeah. And, and quite often we don't stop to just go, does this still, Who am I? <laughs> Do I still want still this? Work? Am I yeah, still yeah. okay? Yeah. And I mean, in, in my household, our son's 18, he's on a gap year, he's about to go off to uni. So we only have one child and my husband and I just turned 50 and it's a pivotal time for us. And so it's a time where you just stop and go, okay, let's reassess everything. Let's look yeah. at where we're at. Let's, let's look at that. And let's see intuitively what messages we're getting for the future. So the, the one example of a, a really good not listening to your intuition for us was <laughs> we we are usually successful at what we do uh, project-wise. We, we're in the building industry to a certain degree. And so we bought this beautiful block of land to build a shed on it. And we said, oh, we're always there. We're going to build a house on it. And usually that would take us 12 months, but we kept getting hurdles. It was the only time in our lives in it we've been together 
over 30 years, that we actually argued. And I mean, we completely disagreed. We had a half a day where we didn't talk to each other. That is unheard of in our relationship. Like we're oh neither of us. Neither Can I please have your relationship? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's just not how we are. It does help that we're kind of in sync. We met at 17, we're quite intuitive. We know each other's And you've grown all these years We've grown together, together in that. Yeah. Um, but we, we then uh, decided, uh, and my intuition kept saying, okay, we're not going to do this. And my husband's like, oh, not to a thousand. Like you go from having one argument to we're not going to do this project. And I'm like, no, I just don't feel it's right anymore. But we would push on. It took us four years. After four years and a probably about 20 very hard hurdles, we got it through. And then we're like, oh, we don't want to do this. So <laughs> We're like, what the? We spent a lot of money on it already too. And we've got it there and we've got five years that we can build this house. But both of us are saying, oh, actually we were just chasing the fact that we were capable of doing it, not listening to the intuition. And I was really annoyed with myself because several times I called the project off and then we convinced ourselves that we would start again. And so, you know, um, we're going to be in the same destination that we were, but rather than do the hard little climb of saying, okay, this isn't it, this is what our intuition says, let's try and reassess our lives. Now, we've done the long road around and come up to the same conclusion with actually more hurdles and more horribleness and, you know, but maybe we needed to go there. Maybe for our relationship, we needed to have that half a day where we didn't talk to each other. Uh, so we understood what that felt like for other relationships, you know, maybe that's what we needed, who knows. But I do think if I had have listened to my gut and listened to my intuition at the start, that would have been much easier process and probably less right? financial issue. Yeah. Right? And it's, you know, and you can do it every day in your life. You walk into a supermarket and you sort of have this feeling like, oh, and then you go over to the apples and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I came in for milk. And it's like, then you get home and they go, we had no apples. And you're like, oh, damn it. I went to the apples. I didn't know why I went there. You know, like it's such subtle little things that you can start watching and how they do it you know you're being reminded that hang on you need apples but you don't know that yet you're going to know that in an hour's time so it's it, it doesn't have to be your big aha moments of your career or your relationship or anything it's just your everyday kind of you know I walk into places and I go something's not right here okay we all get that feeling and yeah. that's your intuition you know that's your intuition saying okay something's not okay I won't come in with my, you know, g'day everyone, you know, I'll I'll come in a little bit more and just suss mm -hmm. things out before I do it. And I mean, people get it too with um with accidents and things like that. It's like I was going to go to work today, but you know, I just woke up and thought mm, I might stay in. I'm not sick, but I'm not quite sure why. And then you find out there was a major accident on the road, and you would have been stuck in traffic for four hours. And you're like, wow, lucky I didn't go there. That's your right. intuition. Yeah. All right. Well, I, yes, I, I agree. I agree. It's our intuition. I think kind of more what I'm touching on is that like every day, um, and I, I'm not disagreeing with you in that is our intuition or that's sort of um, those. You're intuitively receiving it? that information. That's how I see yeah, it. And, you, and then later you go, oh, that's why I felt that way. Yeah. 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 And, and sort of what I'm trying to focus on is that um, everyday decision-making, 
following the intuition that way as well. Like, for example, um, I had uh, a parasite. I think you and I talked about this a little bit. And it was making me really sick. Like, I had it for years. Um, I kept doing the treatments and it wasn't going away. I finally went to my doctor and he's like, I'm sure, like, I'm like, I need something stronger. I need um, a prescription. And he's like, no, no, no. What you've done is fine. I'm like, no, like I need the prescription. And I knew, I knew that there was more. I didn't think there was a lot, but there was more. I also was having dreams about it. Yeah. So not long before I found out about the worms, I had this, uh, the parasites, I had this dream where all these frogs were stuck to me and I kept trying to take these frogs off and then they kept reattaching to me. Yeah. And I was like, it was a really creepy dream. Especially you. She hates creepy things. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, and then I, I had the dream and I was like, oh, wow. And then I had a dream that I threw up and there was three worms in my dream. So I knew they weren't gone. Yeah. And I could also feel it. Like I could feel it in my own body. I knew they weren't gone. And then intuitively, and you've obviously gone against what your doctor's saying because they're like, hundred eh. percent. Yeah, yeah, I've done that a number of times. He's yeah. like, "Well, let's let's do a test." And da da da. I said, "Okay, I'll do the test, but give me the prescription so that after I submit the test, I can start the prescription." Yeah. So he came back um, with the results from the test and said it's negative. And I was like, mm. and I actually sat down with Kevin and I was like, "Kev, this test came back negative. I'm like, but I really feel like I'm on the right track because, but the first treatment that I did, I was sick of the prescription. I was sick for five days. Then it was coming up for me to do the second treatment. And I was like, Oh my God, I don't want to do it. Like I'm, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe I should listen. And the doctor said it's negative. And Kevin goes, Tanya, you got to trust your intuition. Like, you know, these things and you know, these things well, and you know, your body. He's like, you believe that it's still there? Go with that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And not not long after I passed a couple. And yeah. so I was like, there you go. Same thing happened. Um, and and for me, like, I, I, I don't always get, like, if I always got information, I would have treated these a long time ago because I would have known that they were there. But I didn't. Um, my I knew my thyroid was out. And I would go to my doctor and my doctor would say, no, no, you're within the normal range, which by the way, ticks me right off. Like, what is the normal range? Really? Yeah. Like, everybody is so completely Assuming different. John Doe and you... Jane Doe. <laughs> yeah. How can you look at a chart and be like, oh, you're normal. Well, how yeah. do you know that's not low for me? Like, come on, I'm show- I'm yeah. symptomatic. I'm showing the symptoms. And he would just send me home. And finally, I found a, I had a, a friend of mine mention this naturopath and she's like, you got to go to this naturopath. She's wonderful. And one of the first, because I was like, this is my thyroid. I know this is my thyroid. I feel like this is my thyroid. And I, I went to this naturopath. And the first thing I said to her, I go, look, I don't want to sound like a crazy person, but I'm an intuitive. I'm a medical medium. I know this is what's happening. This is what my intuition is telling me. And you know what she said? Well, that makes my job easy, doesn't it? I was like, oh my God, you are so the right person. Thank you so much. So I finally- So she didn't have an ego, right? Because it's ego that gets in the way, right? And they're like, well, hang on a minute. You shouldn't know that, you know? Yeah, Yeah. right? Whereas doctors will do that. But it's like, you got to trust yourself. Yeah, You got to trust your intuition. You got to, you know, be sure. 
And I, I did a similar thing medically. I was, I'm, was allergic to gluten, which I didn't know. And I was very sick. I'd had a stroke. My hands were clawed. Not now. Uh, I had aches all over my body. Most of my joints were swollen. Knuckles would ache, but very, very sick. And they wanted to put me on. They said, we've tried everything else. I've done all the tests. I think I got tested for MS about 30 times. I clearly mm, didn't have that. Very scary. Yeah, but they, they wanted to put me on um, a steroid for the rest of my life, which would be a limited life because I was getting so sick, but also you can't go on steroid for a long time. It just, your body doesn't take it. And a hundred percent, as he said, I said, no. And he's like, okay, you need to think about this. I was like, no. And intuitively I knew as you did, though the answer is no to that question. I'm I'm not taking that. Yours was the opposite almost. I need that medication. Whereas mine was like, if I take that medication, that is the wrong path. And it is a clearly very, very wrong path for me. And Two weeks later, due to a dare, I got my husband to not take sugar. I didn't take gluten. Six weeks later, I realized it was gluten that was actually causing all my problems. Six years later, my hands are straight. I'm 20 years younger. Now, intuitively, if I didn't go against what the doctor was saying, and he had said 100% it was not food that was creating my, because I ate too well, I would not probably be here now. And so... It just shows that when your gut, when you've got that gut feeling, you have to listen to it. Like your body knows your body more than anyone else. And mm-hmm. I think what you've brought up here from a medical point of view is, is really important because it affects all of us. And in particular, probably at the age that we're at too, we tend to get start getting more. I'm a bit older than Tanya, but you know. <laughs> My age and up. You're a bit easier on yourself than I am, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 a really valid conversation, I think, that everyone should be listening to. If you if medically you think this is not right, um, you know, to trust yourself and it doesn't mean go against what the doctor says, it means explore it more. Like look at your other options and don't just take, okay, they said that's the only answer. If I don't do it, you know, I'm probably gonna die. Well, actually, if mm-hmm. I did do it, I was going to die. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it's interesting because spirits kind of piping in and they're wanting me to share um, how, which is very similar to the message that you got, how important the emotional state is, though. And yes. don't forget that because you could have anxiety, like a, let's say, an anxiety disorder or you have anxiety because your thyroid's out. By the way, side note, rarely ever do I actually see mental health, just being mental, mental health. Oh, Usually yeah. I see it coming into something in the physical body. Anyway, yeah. that's just a little side note. Um, to make sure that you're in a calm state, because if you have super bad anxiety and it's like, oh, well, I got to, you know, trust my intuition. Like your gut's telling you that you're broken 24 seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, we can't, I don't want to say don't trust yourself, but we can't, we're not always right. We're not yeah. always right as we've well. Got to, we've got to work out, is it an emotional response, like a physical emotional response, or is it a spiritual response? Yeah, in? or is it or is it you're making this decision because really you're scared yeah. and, and you're making it based on fear because you're afraid to sort of go through something. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, so it's just being very clear about kind of where you're coming from. 
And also you're not alone with that either. So remember those trusted friends. Like there's certain friends that you just know. um, Well, you can go to them. Yeah, but you can, their intuition, so that they are capable of connecting to your higher self and giving you the answer. So don't just think that you're only, yeah, don't, you're not just intuitive about yourself. You're intuitive about someone else, especially when you're close. So you come in and, you know, that's what an energy circle is. An energy circle is when, I mean, you have an energy circle with your own higher self, right? But you come with two other people. There's a certain energy that flows within that. And so your higher selves can actually, um, you know, talk and you can get an intuitive feeling. So when you really trust someone, but be careful who you ask about this because they also have emotional response to it. So make sure that their response too isn't an emotional one for um, themselves or for the person that you're asking. You might be asking about leaving someone and then they go, oh, I don't want that to happen. I don't, I don't want my friendship broken. So make sure that that isn't clouded as well. Because um, I think sometimes um, when other people give advice, it, it's based on our own perception. Yeah. So say... Um, you're in a relationship and somebody's being really horrible. There's a difference between somebody that's a jerk and somebody that's horrible because they're struggling with something. Yeah. So you might get the friend that, you know, left a narcissist and then she's going to come in and be like, that's abusive behavior. And that's that now, you know, leave. But it's like, but no. So, so truly I, I agree with you a hundred percent about going to a trusted friend, but the ultimate decision has to be yours and it's okay to be alone and to make yeah. decisions that work for you, even if they don't work for other people, even if it's outside of the norm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I just heard a saying the other day, like you can't be alone when you understand who you are because you actually yeah. have yourself and your higher self all the time. So you're never alone. And in fact, sometimes you're lonelier in a situation where you're around people who aren't, in the right headspace or the right positivity for you or giving you the things that, that you deserve or need, um, you actually need to step away from them and you'll be less lonely. It's an, it's an interesting, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of, we've got just a couple of minutes left, but I, I kind of walked through what, for me, diving into my intuition on a regular basis, you know, I go into something and and I'm like, oh, this is a tough decision. Like, I'm not sure what to do. I slow down. I go into my body. I, you know, I get centered and I, and I try to listen to my body, like what actually feels within my body, like the right decision. And sometimes I'll even go, okay, this decision, how does that feel in my body? Okay. This decision, how does that feel in my body? And then I sit with that to make sure that I don't have other emotions and stuff, um, covering it up if that makes sense so what does that look like for you yeah I mean I I honestly believe that my day goes along intuitively like most of my decisions are intuitively if I can't find something I just pause and then I go oh I'll check over there and it's there it's like I'm quite in tuned with you know with that and so you know intuition to me is just like the way it's life it's like you know but but I have trusted it So, you know, you mentioned trust and I wish that was my first word because I think that's important just to trust yourself in that, okay, I'm going along with this, you know, not blindly, but to a a certain degree on small matters, just go along blindly. We're all doing things intuitively. I think that's important to remember. Um, And sometimes when we... 
when we try to be intuitive, we actually go into a conditioned thing of, oh, someone says we have to do it this way and I've got to do this. And you actually become less intuitive because you go from being centered and listening to your higher self to 100% your head going, hang on, I've got to do this. I'm waiting for this sign. I'm waiting for this. And you actually become unintuitive. <laughs> Agreed. So don't I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and what I'm talking about is not, and I like that you said that, that you basically <gasps> walk through life with your intuition in, in place. And I do as well. Yeah. When I get into those, like before, Hard when I, was, moments, when I yeah. do sort of those level ups where I'm like, wow, everything's feeling a lot different. That's when I kind of, you know, go within. But I know, like, I'll make a decision and then I might feel sick to my stomach or yeah. I might um, be like, oh, yeah, no, let's back out of that. You know, yeah. like, it, 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 I, I'm quite in tune, but I, I love how you said that the best way I can explain it is I used to be years ago, kind of spirit and human, you know, and I would tune into spirit and then I would go back to being human. Yeah. And then I, but now I'm spirit and human combined all the time. All the time. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's not, it's not accurate to say that I um, am sort of have to tune into the spirit because it just sort of exists. It's there. Yeah. When I do still have to slow down and do that is when there's a lot of emotion or, yeah. or things going on that I'm finding very difficult. Then I have to go, which I don't always yeah. do. But yeah. yeah, then I have to tune in a little more deeply. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like your physical body is just getting too much input that it's like, oh, hang on a minute, I'm dealing with all of this. And, uh, you know, and it's probably bringing up more than uncovered things. And you're like, oh, I can't, I, I can't think intuitively. And yeah, that's when I agree, you know, go for a walk, go for a swim, go for do the dishes, whatever it is that you need to do, you know, that style of meditation just takes you into that, take a moment just back into you know. your body yeah and out of your yeah. head out of yeah. your head yeah, yeah. good oh so very good time yeah and my Thank dog you. was um telling us that the time's up that's our little alarm <laughs> lovely to see you Nettie yeah um, agree and thank you to everybody that's listening I hope this um helps you just kind of keep it real like there's there's, you know, we don't have to pendulum swing. We don't have to talk to spirit. We don't have to do all these things. We can just listen and trust ourselves in yeah. order to sort of get through life. And it doesn't have to be a big, the word I want to use is hubba-baloo. Yeah. A big hubba-baloo. <laughs> on that, I don't think on that's that hubba-baloo. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you all later. <laughs> Bye.